Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our first full moon forecast of 2020. Oh my gosh, where has the time gone? I cannot believe it's a new decade. I know there's a little bit of controversy over whether or not 2020 is going to be the new decade or 2021, but in my head and how I observe, it's the new decade. So happy new decade. Thank you so much for tuning in to Astrology Now and our full moon forecast. And so please keep in mind that I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. So if you follow Western astrology and you're listening to this, it's not going to be correct and or won't be applicable. So if you want to learn more about that difference, I have two podcasts on the difference between Western and Vedic astrology. And then of course, there's a wealth of knowledge on the internet. Okay. But moving forward with our Vedic astrology full moon forecast, the full moon is going to be taking place on January 10th, 2020 at about 1 21 PM. And so Again, I'm in Austin, Texas, so the time is going to vary a little bit depending on where you are. But for the majority of the world, the full moon will take place on January 10th. And the moon is going to be in the sign of Gemini. But more specifically, we always want to look at the nakshatra, which is the more specific aspect within the sign. So we kind of divide the 12 zodiac signs up to get a little bit more precise. And then we come to the nakshatra, Punarvarsu. Punarvarsu nakshatra. And this is one of the most auspicious nakshatras. I'm like so grateful that the full moon is falling here for 2020. Punarvarsu is the return of the light. There is this essence with Punarvarsu that is coming home. It is a nakshatra that represents the calm after the storm. I don't know if you've ever been traveling and you've taken a long road trip or maybe you flew a 17-hour flight and you step inside of your house and it's just like, oh, like this is that nakshatra's essence. And what's beautiful about this nakshatra is that for me, it's a reminder that no matter where we go, no matter where we are geographically, we can always come home to ourself. We can take a deep breath, we can settle in our body, and we can always have this opportunity to step back to that calm of the storm, right? With the outer world, the things beyond our control is the storm. But we, inside of ourselves, can be centered. And so that's what I like to think about with this nakshatra and people who have this nakshatra strong are very sincere, honest, kind people. Okay. And so this time it represents friendship. A lot of the time, um, connection with other people and its deity is Aditi. And Aditi is the mother of the gods. So when we think about the deities and the forces and the gods who created the universe, Aditi is said to have created them. So she was here since the very beginning. And so it's an excellent time to pay homage to women that we respect, female teachers, gurus, even our sisters, our mothers, our grandmothers, our female women friends, 
It's respecting that divine feminine energy, that Shakti energy. And so that could be Lakshmi, Durga, Radha from Radha Krishna, even Sita or Kali. So there are so many goddesses and so many preferences, but it's a wonderful time regardless of who you choose to observe or how you choose to observe to honor the feminine. It's also a really auspicious time for marriage. And so surely you're not waiting three days before you get married to plan it. But in the future, if you see this nakshatra coming up, it is a great time for marriage. And so keep in mind, a full moon is when the moon and the sun are directly across from one another. So the moon is as full as it's possibly going to get. Energy can be high. Um, it's not the best time to take risks. It's not the best time to take physical risks. It's a really good time to lay low, work in your garden. It's a great time for agriculture, really starting new projects. It, it truly is a great time to start new projects. Spending time with female friends, of course, honoring the feminine. It's a good time to take a vow of silence. And if you don't have an altar, it's a good time to create an altar. And so that could mean just creating a sacred space where you go to pray or where you go to meditate or breathe. And if you already have an altar in your home, then it's a wonderful time to clean your altar. So maybe sage it, Palo Santo, just revitalize the energy of your altar. Again, coming back to the energetics of the full moon, because the moon is as bright as it's going to be, it's going to begin waning from here. So anything that's been building up, any type of emotional residue, if there's been conflict with someone you love, it's a wonderful time to let it go. Release tension from the relationship, release tension from yourself. If there's been something that you've been reflecting and doing personal work on, it's a good time to journal and write and really try to release those aspects. If you have an addiction or something that's kind of obsessive, it's a good time to work with that. Now, listen, the moon is going to be with the node Rahu. Rahu can bring obsessive it can bring an obsessive quality to it. It can bring a little bit of a neurotic quality to it. But now that you know, you can work with that energy. And that's what's so amazing about astrology is that there is free will. And now that you know that we may be feeling a little bit anxious, a little bit neurotic, a little bit obsessive, we can work extra hard to counterbalance that. So again, spending time meditating, being mindful, taking five breaths before making a decision or saying anything of deep impact. Really utilizing this time to practice that. Um, and then there is, you know, there's a lot happening astrologically. We know that the moon is in Gemini, which means it's right across from the six planetary bodies in the sign of Sagittarius. And so on previous podcasts, I was talking about Sagittarian energy can cause people to be radical. It can cause people to do radical things in the name of their belief system. And we saw what's happened in Iran. And again, this is not a political podcast, but astrologers like to use politics because it's something the entire world can see. If I talked to you about my personal life, it wouldn't mean anything. So talking about politics, you all can understand what I'm saying. And so unfortunately, 
there is unrest now in Iran. There's a lot of radicalized movement happening all over the world, not just in one place, of course. And there is political unrest in India. And there's a, a very big controversy happening there because of belief systems. And so this is what that eclipse in Sagittarius kind of set up. This is this, That was the domino, okay? Now we're kind of seeing the after effect of it and we'll continue to throughout the year. Um, but that being said, these are things that we can't control. These things are happening and sometimes it can be exhausting, especially if you're very empathetic or have a big heart, it can be exhausting. But what you can control is yourself and your actions. And so during this time, you may feel very attached to your beliefs. You may feel ultra spiritual. <laughs> you may feel like, oh, I know, I know what's right. And in your heart, it may be possible that you truly believe that what you believe is correct and other people's lives would be better if they believed what you believed. And so you may be coming from a good place, but it's a powerful time to realize that it's not our job to instill things onto other people, especially if they're resistant. Our belief does not make us better or worse than anybody else. That's a fact. Nobody is better than someone else because of what they believe. We all have our beliefs. We're all equal. That's what it is. As long as we're not hurting people, of course, we should never be bringing harm to other living beings. Um, but if what our belief means is, you know, nonviolence and also whatever, then of course we're all equal. Um, but now it, you may feel a little bit extra preachy you may feel a little bit more stubborn when it comes to your belief systems. And so it's a wonderful time to practice either avoiding conversations about beliefs if you know it's not gonna end well, or being okay having open dialogue with others who disagree with you. And that's the key to life. Having healthy disagreements is such an important part about being a human because we're never going to agree on everything. And so being able to hear one another and respect one another and not let it cause a division between us is like a superpower. And so we can do this with our belief systems. We can do it with anything, right? What we want for dinner. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Respecting what the other person wants, hearing them out, sharing your point of view and staying true to what you truly do believe in, because that's also a big strength, um, is staying true to yourself, despite what other people are saying. Um, and exercising that, kind of flexing that muscle. It is not a good time to get into heated arguments over belief systems. The energy is going to be high. There's going to be a lot of that tension there in terms of feeling righteous, which is Sagittarius. It's feeling a little bit righteous, upholding strong beliefs. So that energy is already created. Um, and so it may come up and other people may not be listening to this podcast. So sometimes it can be frustrating to be really working on yourself, trying to make the world better, trying to create a peaceful environment and uh, no one else is um, cooperating. And so then you just kind of have to separate yourself or just listen and nod and walk away and just keep it in. You know what I mean? But do your best. I believe in you. We have the ability to make the world a better place. I truly believe that. If each of us go out and do our best to be accepting and kind and nonviolent, then I think that we can do a lot of great things. <laughs> and I think that we can do it. Anyway, I got on the soapbox there, but
it is important. It is important astrologically, and it's going to be something I continue to talk about. So energy may be high. Um, letting go of anything that you don't need, anything that no longer serves you. You can write it all down in your journal. Every single thing in your life that does not serve you anymore. Now is an excellent time to let it go. It's the first full moon of 2020 and letting go, shedding all of that excess weight and baggage emotionally, right? Um, just putting it down. You don't have to carry it anymore. Okay. And so something else that's so powerful this month that I'm going to discuss more in the next podcast is the Saturn transit is happening. Saturn is going to come into the sign of Capricorn on January 21st, 24th. And I'm stoked. So Saturn's going to come into Capricorn on January 24th. Saturn loves being in its own sign of Capricorn. It gives us the work ethic and discipline to get things done. It's not always fun. Saturn likes to give you lessons and Capricorn loves to work. So it's not like a jovial, frivolous time, but it's a time of great achievement and great commitment. What's even more special is that when Saturn comes into the sign of Capricorn, it's going to be with the moon and the sun, meaning it's a new moon. Saturn transits into Capricorn on the new moon, which is like that seed of intention. So really begin thinking about what you want to create with the Saturnine discipline energy. Be thinking about what you want to manifest for the next two and a half years. This is such a powerful time, and I'm so excited to continue sharing about astrology. And thank you so much for listening. This podcast wouldn't exist if you weren't listening to it. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. If you would like, well, actually, something else that's so exciting. So as you know, I team with Full Moon Yoga, or excuse me, New Moon Yoga. This is a Full Moon box. So if you go to newmoon-yoga.com, Lisa and Lori are here from Austin, Texas, and they're these incredible women. Speaking of supporting women, oh my God, they're the incredible Shakti, powerful goddess people. And they make all of their products with complete intention and love, which does so much to a product. You know, buying something from someone who puts love and intention into something versus buying something made on an assembly line, it's a completely different feel. But they are so kind. They gave the discount code RITUAL10. So if you go to their website, newmoon-yoga, and use the discount code RITUAL10, they have a full moon ritual box. And it comes with full moon body and space mist. It comes with essential oil, an amethyst crystal, palo santo, an affirmation card, lavender bath. My favorite part is a full moon meditation download with a ritual practice. So it will completely set you up um, to have a sacred ceremony on the next full moon. I highly recommend it. If you would like to schedule a reading with me and know how this amazing transit is going to impact you, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website and schedule yourself at innerknowing.yoga. And please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. And Astrology Now is on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much and happy 2020.